was a blowout loss in Kansas, the final straw for the Conzo Martin era in Columbia, plus two spots on the Mizzou football roster that I think should really be focused on in the transfer portal. All this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. And thanks as always for making this your first listen of your podcast day. And well, for our first topic of your podcast day, we got to talk about the Missouri-Kansas basketball game, which, well, let's be honest, that went about as bad as all of us expected. Now, of course, I titled my little YouTube preview there, my little thumbnail image. I had MU has a chance was my title. Now, of course, I didn't mean against Kansas. Of course, a lot of people assume that. What I was talking about, of course, is that Missouri has a chance to be good in basketball again someday. This, it seems like, of course, for this season in particular and for the Conzo Martin era in general, if you're souring on that, who could possibly blame you? Lord knows I've certainly soured on the whole experience so far. But I think if Kansas can show us anything, it's that, God, by golly, guys like Dewan Harris was, was literally in Missouri's backyard. The kid was a state champion at Rockbridge State High School just a couple miles south down Providence Boulevard here in Columbia from Mizzou Arena, and yet, well, Missouri could not find their way to recruiting that young man. Of course, he initially went to Missouri State, so you could say, okay, well, Missouri wasn't exactly alone there, right, as far as high major programs taking a pass. But obviously, once he transferred, once he was in the transfer market, and Bill Self is on that young man, and you as Conzo Martin are going, eh, I'll take a pass. Unfortunately, that has been just far too much of a problem and a recurring issue in the Conzo Martin era is just the ability to identify players that will actually fit within his system. See, that's something that Bill Self clearly does well. Once again, he will find guards, number one, who can put the ball on the floor and who can score. Well, that's something Missouri has really struggled with for years now, outside of really the transfer market. I think Drew Smith obviously was a great addition. Xavier Penson obviously had his moments before moving on to LSU this season. But the point is, Missouri just such a talent deficit. And it's not about, okay, we saw Mark Mitchell this past Friday, a guy that Missouri was on in, his, in the top three for a guy who's a top 15 player in the country. Unfortunately, he ended up choosing Duke, like most of us thought, on Friday. But the thing is, if you're Missouri, that's actually not something to worry about. You can win with guys who are ranked 95th to 150th. You can get if you can just identify guys that fit the type of basketball that you want to play. Well, you can win with those players. You really don't need to have the one and done type top ten players if you're the Tigers and or any program for that matter. So that's something 
to, to just put in the back of your mind. Now, as to whether or not this game was the final straw for Conzo Martin, I mean, only if you assume to me that the final straw didn't already occur. For me, when Missouri got blown out at home by Kansas City, by UMKC, whichever one you want to call them, to me that was the sign that it's probably over for Conzo. I mean, barring some type of ridiculous turnaround and comeback in this season, it just doesn't seem like this is going the direction we want it to be. And that's really stunning because... Last February, Missouri was borderline top 10, if not maybe 10th in the country in the Associated Press poll at one point. They took down some good teams last year. They took down Illinois and Alabama and various very good programs last year. And somehow, just one year removed, this is where Missouri is. And it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of of hope for the future. Now, if anything... I will say Trevin Brazil looked pretty darn good in that Kansas game, right? For a kid who has almost no experience whatsoever, he's a true freshman. He's now played in two ball games, one of which in Lawrence, Kansas. Hey, a little bit of pressure there. He shows some stuff. He shows some real athleticism, no doubt about that, and the ability to knock down some shots, too. There's something Missouri could really, really use. And really, if if you're the Tigers at this point, I understand, obviously, the Boogie Coleman thing is not working out. To a lesser extent, frankly, the Amari Davis thing isn't really working out either. Play your youth. Play Javon Pickett. Play Kobe Brown. But you got to play Anton Brookshire a lot. you got to play Trevin Brazil a lot. you got to play Sean Duru-Gordon right now, who's shown the ability in limited action to score the basketball a little bit. So... If you're Conzo Martin, if you want to save your job, you want to keep this program going, you got to show me some hope for the future because this team is lost. There's nothing left. It's it's not going to happen this season. There's just no way anything good's going to happen. Not when Listen, it's one thing to get run off the court in Allen Fieldhouse. That's happened in Missouri before. Let's be honest. But for it to happen against Florida State and against again UMKC and Liberty, my goodness. Listen, Liberty's an okay program, but you shouldn't be getting your doors blown off by Liberty if you're Missouri. And you shouldn't look that that unprepared and that unathletic, too. And again, back to unprepared at the Kansas game, you know, we're supposed to be a good defensive team, right? That's supposed to be Conzo Martin's calling card. Well, offensively, that game actually started about as well as you could have expected for an extremely limited Tiger ball club. But the defensive plan of just leaving Kansas shooters open over and over again for wide open corner threes, for instance, just didn't make any sense to me whatsoever and was, again, if not the nail in the coffin for the Martin era, certainly another damning exhibit D or C, let's put it that way. Well, the Armed Forces Bowl is just nine days away now, a week from this Wednesday, And Eli Drinkwitz has quite a challenge on his hand right now, not only having to prepare for that Armed Forces Bowl, but also National Signing Day coming up in a couple days as well. Not only the high school class, but also the transfer portal, very much, very much alive and well. So we got to talk about all that, including the two spots, I think, on the Missouri roster that they really should hit the transfer portal hard. 
And let's get there, but first I want to tell you about prize picks, the best and easiest and simplest way to play daily fantasy on the internet. And I've been telling you about prize picks for a while now, so if you haven't signed up, frankly, what are you waiting for? It's college bowl season, and we've got all kinds of exciting picks over at Prize Picks, making college football and basketball all the more exciting. And here's the deal. Once again, Prize Picks makes it easy. It's just you against their projected numbers. What do you think? You have an edge? Well, you take a side, put down a little bit of dough. It's as simple as that. And all our users that deposit and use the promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Once again, use the promo code Locked On for your 100% Deposit match up to $100 at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. Obviously, lots of talk about the quarterback position for Missouri heading into the 2022 campaign. And, well, I think there's a good chance, as many have speculated, that at least by the end of spring football, that one of the three guys on the roster last season, whether it's Connor Basilak, Brady Cook, or Tyler Macon, decent chance one of those guys could move on before the spring is over for sure. Maybe seeing the writing on the wall a little bit that they won't be heading for playing time anytime soon. But, you know, I, I just don't really see Missouri adding a quarterback in the transfer portal. Obviously, Oklahoma's Spencer Rattler, by far the biggest name on the market, but... I, I just don't really see that one happening, number one. It seems like Spencer would probably go for maybe a bigger situation, just knowing that young man's personality. But even more importantly, I just think that Missouri should probably be able to make something happen with the guys they have on the roster now, plus adding Sam Horn. I'm still a believer in the talent of most of the guys on the roster at quarterback. I think we have a nice collection of 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 chances here. Let's put it that way. Obviously, not all of them are going to pay off and be all SEC caliber type players, but I think you've got enough shots, enough chances here to hopefully roll a good number, if you will. You've given yourself enough opportunities with, with those guys. I think they all have their pluses, certainly their minuses as well, but I think the odds of one of them paying off to be a high-level starter is pretty good, especially when we've seen Connor Basilak do it before. Maybe he's ruined now. I don't know. Hopefully not. I, I, I'm saying there's still a chance that he could heal up next season, regain his confidence, whatever it might be. I don't think you can be totally dismissive of that possibility, regardless of what you think of Basilak. But to me, again, I started this segment by saying, we've talked about the quarterback position too much, and here I go talking about the quarterback position again. But to me, what would really help out whoever the quarterback is next season, obviously, is maybe a little bit more experience at the receiver position. Because right now, if you look at that depth chart, considering Kiki Chisholm is moving on, I think we have to assume at this point that Boo Smith and Barrett Bannister are moving on as well. Both of those young men participated in the senior ceremony. So right now you're looking at Towski Dove, who's obviously had a, some experience, Mookie Cooper, J.J. Hester, Dominic Lovett, and Chance Looper. 
Now, obviously, those next four guys I just read off there had some some experience in this past 2021 campaign, but none of them stood out so much that you're going, all right, we got a surefire starter there. We got a surefire productive receiver there. So to me, I, I thought it was pretty obvious you went back on film and watched, or you didn't even have to be a genius to figure this out, frankly. Kiki Chisholm was Missouri's best receiver last season, especially on the outside. There was no doubt about that. And the only reason I brought up film is because there were times when he was breaking open where either either Bazelak didn't see him or more often than not just didn't have enough time to get him the football downfield. So you're still going to need somebody to be that deep down field threat a guy like Chisholm who can make some tough catches in traffic too. Pretty underrated player, really. So to me, Chisholm, a guy who did transfer in, if you're Missouri, there's a lot of transfer wide receivers on the market. Even Keontes Lewis, by the way, obviously a kid without any experience. He didn't play, I don't believe at all, for UCLA last year. But a teammate of Tyler Macon and Dominic Lovett at East St. Louis. Again, just one name of a whole lot. I'm not saying, I don't know how much of a possibility Lewis to Missouri is right at this moment. All I know is if I'm Drinkwitz, I'm looking for some options at receiver. Then on the other side of the ball, well, quite literally, I'd be looking at cornerbacks as well. Because while the top three for next year, if we assume Ennis Rakestraw recovers from his knee injury next season well enough to to be on the first string. Well, I think we saw a lot from DJ Jackson at the end of the season, right? Some really some really promising moments especially in that Florida football game. So if you got Jackson and Rakestraw on the outside with Chris Abrams drain in the slot, that's a pretty good start. The only problem is you're now counting on three relatively inexperienced guys at that position, and then the guys behind them are really, really inexperienced. Remember, a Caleb Evans, Allie Green, moving on to the next level, hopefully for them. And I just think if you're Missouri, you better really feel good about what you have in either Davion Sistrunk or Dalen Carnell. Carnell saw the field a little bit this past season, But just those young corners there, you better know what you have at that position or else you might be wanting to hit the transfer market once again for the second consecutive offseason at corner as well. By the way, I was initially feeling pessimistic about Missouri's chances against Army, but after this past weekend, the Black Knights went down to Navy a little bit surprisingly. Now I'm starting to wonder if Army might have some motivational difficulty coming up against the Tigers here in nine days. Let's talk about some of those intangible factors in this Armed Forces Bowl game coming right up. But before we get there, let's talk about one of our fine sponsors. And actually, let's talk a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game, the grand stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your seats and choose from elite experiences featuring exclusive pregame celebrations with college stars turn NFL legends like Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Akbar Bajabi Amelia, 
and more, plus accommodations at five-star L.A. hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. That's onlocationexp.com slash FBF6 or search Super Bowl On Location. And by Built Bar, where as always, Built Bar gives you the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And yes, high in protein. When, and with so many delicious flavors, you're going to have a tough time choosing which one is your favorite. But a favorite you shall find, my friend. But here's the best part. Once again, best of both worlds. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to power through all those mall doors and battle all the holiday shopping. So you know what? Here's our offer for all of you listeners. Use the promo code Locked On when you visit BuiltBar.com for 15% off your next order. Once again, go to either Built.com or BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked15 and you will get 15% off your next order. Well, I brought up the 2009 Texas Bowl last week where Missouri was dominated by Navy in that football game. Notably, though, heading into that game, Navy certainly was the better team than Army that season. In fact, Navy took care of Army heading into the Texas Bowl that season, 21-7, to winning maybe their seventh or eighth in a row against the Black Knights. So definitely a dominant period for Navy. But obviously, recently, Army has flipped the script a little bit on the cadets. They're the ones who are now the more dominant team, or at least that's been the case the last five, ten years or so. Unfortunately, Navy pulled the upset, at least from Army's perspective, but actually I think that might be fortunate from a Missouri fan's perspective because you just got to think about the mentality there. If you're, if, you're an Army, if you're an Army player and you're having this big season that all leads to the culmination of, Uh, The biggest game you're going to play all season, especially if you're a senior on that Army squad and you kind of you feel like you probably blew the game against Navy a little bit. There's going to be a natural, natural come down from that, especially less than two weeks. They're going to have to kick off this bowl game against Missouri. I got to imagine they're a little bit disheartened. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure all these guys at service academies are are a lot tougher than I am or a lot tougher than your average Joe or even your average college football player. So I'm sure they're very resilient. But at the same time, I think human nature being being what it is, the letdown concept is very real. And if I were... If I were on that Army staff, I'd be very worried about it. I'd be doing everything I can to sort of build my team back up and let them know what they have to play for in this Armed Forces Bowl. Now, on the other hand, if you're Missouri, well, you've got some distractions as well. The good news, you do have Tyler Beatty back. And I think not only football-wise, clearly you want Tyler Beatty on the field, but I just think leadership-wise, the more I think about it, it, it is a big deal that Tyler is deciding to play in this game because 
again, consciously and subconsciously, you're signaling to everybody in that locker room that, hey, this game matters. If Tyler Beatty's playing in it, this game should matter to all of us. So after being sort of pessimistic about the whole thing, now I'm sort of looking at the intangible psychological factors, and I'm actually thinking, especially after Army blew it against Navy this past Saturday, now starting to think it favors Missouri a little bit. Hopefully I won't be eating those words here in about nine days. But by the way, just one quick note I want to get out get out of here on. I mentioned last year that Tyler Beatty only fumbled once in all of his touches last season. Well, he didn't fumble at all this season in 323 touches. So not only was this guy a heck of a of a not only a, a runner, a pass receiver, but you want to talk about reliability in terms of injury, but also in reliability and not fumbling the football in, in over 300 touches in a season in the SEC. Yeah, Tyler Beatty's an NFL player, and whichever franchise gets him, congratulations to you in advance. And by the way, congratulations to you for hopefully winning a little bit more money if you've been taking my advice and listening to Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. So... Until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.